When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Okay. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Yeah. Happy to have you guys listening. Don't forget, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We've been reminding you, Steve especially, we would like for you and a buddy to uh, buddy up for breast cancer because no one should fight it alone, okay? So uh, we've teamed up with Southern Lights and your mammography experts at Health Partners Park Nicollet, that's where I go. Make October your reminder month. Then you could schedule your mammogram and other preventative care appointments. Tell your buddies to do the same. Uh, we've got a list of resources, by the way, uh, where you can learn more at mytalk1071.com. Keyword is awareness. Just wanted to get that in there. Thank you, Steve. Steve Good is job, playing man. with the sound effects board today. Which you guys they, switch positions over there. Yeah. yeah, we're having a little computer problem today. And so... Um, I do some administrative work for yes. the show. And so I needed access to a computer that was working. Yes. And so now she's in a place where she can do that. And I'm on this computer that is working at the speed of whoever finishes last in a race. <laughs> Just real... If this you were a t- squid game, you'd oh, be a goner. Yes. Contestant Dell Computer eliminated. <laughs> Me not like you. Uh, me like you this. I've been told that I have a body like Ryan Reynolds. Oh, sure. In terms of just the uh, general physique. he's He is so loved. I know you kind of feel a little iffy on him sometimes, Ryan Reynolds. I think he's one of those guys that tries real hard to be funny instead of just being naturally himself. He's a try-hard guy. Okay, yeah. Well, look. I it's mean, fine. You do you. I live in a glass house in this case. I can't, you know, that is throw correct. stones here. That's um, fine. But That's I find fine. him to be very, very funny with his aviation gin commercials sure. and spots on social. They're very funny. Then he's got that Mint Mobile that he bought into and has some ownership stake there. And he does commercials with them. And that's very funny. As well, but he's also had some uh, fun movies ever since he did the the Green Lantern, which was not the good movie and uh, not well responded to. He's just had this resurgence, so kudos to him. But now he's going to be taking a little sabbatical from movie making. He announced this over the weekend after wrapping production on his latest project. Look, I'll be honest. He put out an Instagram post about taking a little sabbatical, Mm -hmm. and he's going to miss working with this lovely cast and crew and all that. I was like, okay, this is a, it's kind of a fake headline. He's just taking a break. Like, this is what most actors do is they do a movie, take six months or a year off. Sure. Then you go do another another three or six months. Oh, yeah. Being a movie star, I think it's great. I'm not one, but I think it sounds great, is what I meant to say. Anyway, I'm excited about the movie that he just wrapped 
which presumably will come out holiday season 2022. It's called Spirited, and he's in it opposite Will Ferrell. Okay, I'm listening. Holiday movie, Got and it, it sounds like a uh, yet another take on A Christmas Carol. Not. Not it's the a Hallmark Christmas. movie. It's Christmas, comma, comma Carol. Carol wasn't <laughs> exactly in the festive mood that year, so the title was a play on words. Oh, my God. Um, and what's um, um, Princess Leia? The, the late Carrie Fisher Carrie was Fisher? in okay. It's Christmas, comma, Carol. Anyway, back to Spirited. Here's what uh, Reynolds said. That's a wrap for me on Spirited. Not sure I'd have been ready to say yes to a film this challenging even three years ago. Mm. Perfect time for a little sabbatical from movie making. I'm going to miss every second working with this obscenely gifted group of creators and artists. These days, kindness matters as much as talent. I've been lucky to work with folks who are flush with both. He expressed his praise for that team, also shared his excitement about working alongside Will Ferrell and reuniting with Octavia Spencer, his co-star from 2007's The Nines. Uh, but this is going to be a holiday movie, and I just like that it's, what got me excited was that it's Will Ferrell, who I love from Elf, mm-hmm. and I just think he's just so funny anyway. But in this movie i just think he's in another holiday movie so we're gonna have if this movie works mm-hmm. we're gonna have another will ferrell christmas movie to bring into the holiday movie family i love it isn't this great yeah yeah i'm excited i like it uh who's he married to again ryan reynolds is married to blake lively that's right who for my money is the most of all the people that i was fortunate enough to interview when i was doing red carpet interviews the most Beautiful, beautiful woman in person of all those Hollywood stars that you were just like, oh, my gosh. And then after I said this last time, everybody started sending me stuff saying, oh, yeah, she got a nose job. She got work done. And then I was like, really? I think I don't think. And then she did. I looked at pictures. I don't think she's a bad actress either. I think she's really good. I saw her in some movie where she played this evil friend. I'm never going to be able to figure out what the name of the movie was, but she was really good. For whatever reason, I thought Ryan Reynolds was with Eva Mendez. No, he is not. Ryan (laughs) Gosling is. There you go. I get these two mixed up. You are not alone in the words of Michael Jackson. Okay. Got it. Thank you, Steve. Okay. All righty then. So we look forward to that. Let me tell you about this. Helen Mirren is going to be hosting a game show. Have you heard of it? Really? Yes. And it's called Hogwarts Tournament of Houses. Okay. So they, Keep going. So they put out a teaser that I guess it's for the 20th anniversary of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And it's going to feature super fans, hundreds of Potter-themed trivia questions, special guest surprises. So we only get a 20-second first look at this. Uh, Let's see what you think, just based on this. We're celebrating 20 years of Harry Potter with a little friendly competition. I'm Helen Mirren, and this is Harry Potter Hogwarts Tournament of Houses! That's it. 
Mike Kidd probably watch that. Yeah, it's going to be simulcast on Cartoon Network's uh, Acme Night and TBS before becoming available for streaming on HBO Max November twenty eighth. Uh, there will there will be uh, four parts to the competition. Are these houses that look like Hogwarts inspired. Don't nobody know. Or no, which house are you in? Like, yeah, that, are you that in? Kind, yeah. Yes, Gryffindor. Yeah, oh, so like okay. if you watched the video, it almost looked like a kind of a quiz bowl type thing where there's a team, three people from Gryffindor, and all the fans are wearing the scarves from cheering them on, and then there's the other houses. And... Okay, gotcha. Uh, just side note, Harry, yeah. uh, there's a guy named Harry Potter who sold a rare copy of Harry Potter for, I think it was $35,000. I don't know anything else about the man named Harry Potter, but... But he sold... Uh, for a lot of money. Good for him. Way to go. When we come back, we got a couple of studies coming your way, including yeah. this new trend. It's called slow living. We already think we could get behind it. We'll explain it when we come back on the Don and Steve Show. Hey, we're back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Experience featuring DJ Rock Lobster. You guys are my buddies. Yeah, we're friends, man. This is why we all tent together. Right. We gave up our houses when we joined this show. Hashtag van life. I haven't seen my kids in years. <laughs> Let's study, shall studies we? Studies have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Hey, good morning, Donna. Hey, good morning, Steven. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Yeah, good, everybody good, say, hey. great. Good talking to you. Yeah, we'll see you guys later. Now, this is interesting. <laughs> what you're about to tell us, you ever feel like you're made up of multiple people on the inside? Sure. You know, part of you feels yeah. motivated, part of you feels apathetic, part of you feels energetic, part of you feels yes. lazy, etc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, I bring that up because it wasn't long ago that I was showing you, like earlier today, I was showing you a uh, a video of... Dwayne The Rock Johnson, ever heard of him? I have. And he was telling people, we got to get after these Mondays and come out of the shoot hard and get to Iron Paradise and clang and bang. And you were giving me the look. And I was vibing from it. You know, I was clanging and banging this morning. I went to Iron Paradise this morning. Wow, good for you. Thanks, Donna. You got it, buddy. Boo. But also... I read a study like this or read the headline to a study like this and I'm immediately thinking, I'm in, I like this, I want to do this. So now you have a chance to win me over. I'm not going to give you a rock motivational speech. You win me over on slow living the new trend. Okay, so if it seems like, you know, people are always trying to stay busy, you know, you got a jam-packed calendar, you like to brag about it like yeah. it's a good thing. If that's your thing, great. But it's as though being busy automatically means you're successful and popular and productive and driven. Okay, duh. <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps some of those people are actually tired and on the brink of burning out. I present to you Exhibit A. Donna! So what are you saying? That's why I had to quit Twin Cities Live? Because I'm on the verge of burnout? Yep. So, 
The concept of slow living is starting to pick up steam as something good. There are more than 3.5 million posts for the art of slow living on Instagram. Things like self-care, me time, saying no to invites. And this is all now being celebrated on social media. So fans of social living are arguing that life is better when you can appreciate things as they happen rather than manically Ticking things off your to-do list. Just chill out, everybody. I don't know if the pandemic had any impact on this, you know, becoming a thing, but it definitely forced people to spend more time at home, you know, cut it, um, cut back on running around that we were doing pre-pandemic. People are just learning to relax. You don't have to have a schedule every day. You know... It's interesting because I am not like a subscriber to the like rise and grind, man, get up and get after it. I'm not, I don't subscribe to that. I joke about that, um, like here on the show, but in reality, I, while I don't subscribe to that, I also believe like life is, you get one life here on earth. That's true. Let's live it. Let's maximize. Let's always keep growing and grow, uh, growing and learning and all that kind of stuff. But also, knowing that your identity can't be wrapped up in that hustle, grind mindset, because sure. then you've sort of hustle and grinded away a life. So there's, there's this mixture, right, of like being productive, sure, um, but not always priding yourself in being busy. It makes me think of the title of a book. I, I only know the title of it, so if you download it and read it and don't like it, Buzz off. I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying I've heard this title and I'm intrigued by it. I think somebody recommended it to me. The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Hmm. How to Stay Emotionally Healthy and Spiritually Alive in the Chaos of the Modern World. So that title is pretty intriguing to me. But they talk about sort of what slow living is talking about, right? You can be uh, you can be productive, you can accomplish things, you can do meaningful things, and still not live a hurried life. Sure. And so okay. much of what we do I is you know, kind of frenetic and fragmented. And-, and Well, I think, like, I have friends who are always trying to fill time. we we got to have mm. something to do. What are we mm. doing on Saturday? What's going on, on next uh, Thursday? Those I'm people like, stress I don't me know. out. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. And some of them are like, well, I just want to have something to look forward to. And I'm like, I look forward to not having anything to do. Yeah. <laughs> and if something comes up, great. Sure. And it works, great. But I don't like having a jam-packed calendar. Yeah, if some people... I'm, a lady of- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Leisure. This is a leisure lady. If some people like being 100% booked, calendar full, we know yeah. what's going on, I would put myself at more of a 60 
percent, maybe okay. 65, 70 on a crazy day. Okay. I remember being in college and I also worked like 20 hours a week and just waking up, going to school, from school, going to work, trying to sneak in my studies while I'm at work, trying to read a chapter while I'm, you know, there's downtime at my job. And and then the day that I graduated, the day after I graduated, I had nothing on my schedule and I just felt lost. When oh, I woke sure. up, I'm like, I have no idea what to do with myself. Right. No idea. I don't want to feel that way. I just want to feel like there's time to get everything done. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. You're my best buddy. That's troubling. Rocco, do you have any initiative? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> ah, he just turns the mic back off. I might buy this book. Maybe I'll read this book. You know, but I want to read the um, the Katie Couric book when it comes out. Yeah, me too. I also want to read, it's, uh, it's Better to be Feared. It's the book about the uh, New England Patriots dynasty and the Tom Brady career it. there. So I'm interested in that. I don't know. My on my uh, book list, I'm dead. Now what? Oh, it's just kind of like a telling people what to do, what your passwords are, where to find my info, that type of okay. thing. Okay. So wow. thank you. What you got to think about this stuff? <sighs> I'm gonna go. Rocco, could you you know a place to get cremated, right? Yeah, I do. I'll, I'll talk <laughs> to right. Donna during the break. All right. Okay, thank uh, you. Money Monday coming up next. Hey, good morning, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It is not just any old Monday, you guys. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Hey, bruh. I watched a little Shark Tank uh, over the weekend. Yeah. I watched it. I watched it on the TV. You ever watched it? Yeah, I um, I quite enjoy Shark Tank. I really, yeah, really do. Good. There was a deal that multiple sharks got involved in right away. What a what a wonderful experience that must be. Yep. If you're on the Shark Tank floor pitching, and then you see sharks, hey, do you want in? Do you want in? Let's get in on this. Like how Let's are we going to make this work? Yeah. Yes. They had multiple that got in. Our friends at Extreme Sandbox, where we are doing Project Down and Dirty Construction, they were on Shark Tank. That's amazing. I think they got the deal with uh, Mark Cuban and Kevin O'Leary, if I'm not mistaken. Got a second location. Awesome. Up, uh, location opened up down in Texas. So, anyway... It was fun. It got me in the uh, got me in the the money mood. So re- remember Bobby Flay saying, "All right, I'm done. I'm not gonna work at Food Network anymore." Yeah. And people were saying that it had to do, you know, just with something about the contract terms. It always comes down to the contract terms, right? When you don't renew something, sure. Um, and so it had to do with that. Here's what we have learned, uh, and maybe you've already heard this, but um, if not, this is my first time reading this. I must have missed this the first time around. Bobby Flay was looking for a contract in the ballpark of $100 million. What? Yes, he was. That's a lot of money, dude. Uh, so Guy, how do you pronounce his last name? Fier. He is. It's Fieri. There's no R. 
You sound I mean, ridiculous when you say it like that, Rock. Yeah, Rock. Rock. you sound like a dummy. It's fir. 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 Oh, <laughs> so you sounded like a cat there. Oh, I was trying to do my. Isn't it a Ferengi? What's a Ferengi? Ferengi. Yeah, a Ferengi from Clammy. Star Trek. I was going to see if this guy knows how to say Fieri. Clammy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and see if we can get a pronunciation on the guy who did Yanni and Laurel on Fieri. Fiery. No. Uh, okay. How do you think? How do you think it's said? Fieri, like it's like a T. Fieri. 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 I mean, I think. I think you're right, Rocco. I'm Team Rocco now. Fieri. You you seem silly. But what was the word you just used? A merengue? Ferengue. Ferengue. Ferengue? I love meringue. A Ferengi. Ferengi. Yeah, from Star Trek. They're kind of like Wookiee looking guys. They have a a thing in their forehead. Twibble? Oh, it's a Ferengi. Twibble? The Twibble Trouble, wasn't that an episode or something? Am I saying that Tribble. right? Tribble Trouble. Yeah, that's different. This is Star Trek um, Next Generation. Tribble Trouble, yeah. Trouble with Tribbles. Now, what is this called? A Ferengi? Yeah, Ferengi. It's a like Ferengi? A, yeah, it's a type of um, alien guy. Wait, is it the, on the ship. was it the one guy? Yeah. <laughs> who had the multiple no, wrinkles it, in his forehead? Needed yeah, Botox. that guy. Yeah, but it's a also Ferengi. a species. Yeah. Ferengis. Oh. Guy Ferengi. Yeah, he worked, he, <laughs> he worked on the ship. Guy I can't Ferengi. remember. Wait, what was his name? Now we have to know what his name is. Uh, the Ferengi are fictional extraterrestrial species in the American Science uh, Star Trek franchise. So guy is Ferengi. Quark? From- yeah, Quirk. Quark. Quark. All right. Guy Ferengi, who hosted the Space <laughs> Food Show. That's what you should be for Halloween. Spaceships, Guy saucers, Ferengi. and dives. <laughs> I'm Guy Ferengi. Do it. <laughs> no, he, I don't think the guy I'm thinking of is a Ferengi. I'll get back to you guys. So so get back to the $100 million situation. So Bobby Flay wanted $100 million because... Guy Ferengi of Spaceship Saucers and Dives, <laughs> he had recently signed a three-year deal for $80 million. I believe Guy Fietti, Fiedis, I believe Guy Ferengi's last deal had been three years for about $30 million, which is unbelievable. That's a lot of money. And then he goes up to three years for $80 million. Then Bobby Flay says, hang on a minute. If bleach hair guy, if Visor is getting eighty million, I want a hundred. And they were like, "Yeah, uh, you can't guys. compare. You can't do that when you're negotiating. You can't go. Well, he gets more money. You, it doesn't work like that. You can't right. play keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, every situation's different. Yeah, um, but I, you know, the interesting thing, the curious thing will be, is someone going to sign Bobby Flay to a big deal? Is is there a network? Is there a family Maybe of he'll networks? Maybe start, you know, the Flay Network. Oh, uh-huh. the Flay Network, huh? Yeah, never know. I'm trying to think of other things you could call that. Netflay? No. We could workshop it up Di- here. No, nah. <laughs> I'm in a zone right now. Disflay Plus? No. Uh, trying to get one. Figure out. A, thank you, Rocco. Trying to figure out a partnership. Can't get that. Um, Guy Fieri's yes. was born Guy Ferry, F-E-R-R-Y, and then changed it to Fieri. So it's all, it's totally pretend. Really? I hate this guy. Well, hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, he's a good dude. He does good a lot dude. of charitable stuff. In fact, the reason he says that he still does diners, drive-ins, and dives 
is he said when when these restaurants are put on the show, it is such a boon to their business. Yes. And now more than ever with True. the pandemic and all the restaurant close closings that happened for the better part of a year, he said like we we just have to keep doing the show. Yeah. We we got to keep great. going. There was a guy who a comedian who I saw on Conan O'Brien's um, Insta feed a little while ago, and he just started with. So how come you all hate Guy Fieri so much? And then <laughs> oh he just went God. on this whole thing. It was like, what did this guy ever do? Besides bleaching his hair and showing just real enthusiasm for local establishments, what is it about? It's him? the sunglasses also that make him look like a D-bag. Are there flames on a visor? Is he there wears a visor them like for... backwards, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay, like... so he did, his grandfather was named Giuseppe Fieri. And then so, but... Like and then they people, Americanize they your name when you ferry. So he changed it back when he got married as a tribute to Giuseppe. I love it. Oh, so I was actually, um, this is outlandish. I was looking up Rachel Ray's salary. There was a list of like Guy Fieri initially got a thousand. Guy Fieri got a thousand dollars an episode <laughs> when he, after he won food network star in 2006. And then he worked his way up. Think from a thousand bucks an episode to yeah. I don't know what he's going to be making now. Unbelievable! I think it's wonderful. Good for him. Uh, Rachel Ray, I hear, is making in the neighborhood of twenty five million a year. That's what the internet says. That's great. That's a good amount, and very little of that coming from the the Food Network because she's got her own Rachel Ray show. I don't know if she's got cookware and flatware and plateware. Well, and what she does is different because she's doing a talk show while also cooking. Because she's got, you know, celebrity guests come on. So she's offering something that I would say a lot of these other chefs maybe aren't. So you go, Rachel. You can try to dig up all kinds of uh, information, like on Glassdoor, Uh which is a way that you can try to figure out what are people making at these different places? So like when I'm looking up Rachel Ray salary, yeah, you see it takes you to like Glassdoor and then you can see what people are making who work for the Rachel Ray show. Wow. Like, let's see if we can figure out what a production assistant is. Why don't you see the guy Rachel who warms Ray. up the crowd? That's what Pete Holmes oh, did man. in, in uh, um, Crashing. He was Rachel Ray's warm up guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Great show. They're making me have an account. How much is that going to (laughs) cost? Well, just sign up and then you'll, I'm sure you'll remember to cancel it. Donna. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, Steve never remembers to cancel things that he signs up for for a month for the free trial. He sets alarms and everything. And then I just swipe left whenever the alarm pops up. You could get an app like Truebill, which helps you to cancel your subscriptions. Oh, that's what I need to do. Listen, uh, why are we all just dumbing ourselves down? What do you mean? What do we need reminders for? I don't know. The same thing that you write stuff down on. Are you kidding me? You got about eight notepads with you today there, paper lady. You're like a a human Xerox machine. I just, I just have a problem with that. People who are always, I can't do math without a calculator. Actually, you can if you went to school. All right, you want to do this? Get your pen ready. Sixty seconds on the clock. All right, don't give me like what's the square root. Give I'm me not. something like. All right, uh, two hundred and forty-eight divided by thirteen. 
All right. We're looking at, uh, let's see. Rocco, do we have any math uh, royalty-free music that we can play (laughs) while this happens? Do we have any math music? Uh, Let's see. see There's one, one, eight, 13 goes into one, 18. Let's see. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's just always on standby. This is uh, Vin Diesel, by the way. Uh, Let's go nine on that. I'm going to say that's probably going to be 19. 19.07. There you go. Get my work. Now, I will say it's a lot easier if you have a calculator and quicker. But you're saying, like, why push a button to let the windows roll down? Turn the crank. No, I'm saying why don't act so helpless without technology because you can survive without it. Thank you. <laughs> when we come back, Aaron Rodgers yeah. uh, was making some headlines yesterday after he scored a late touchdown against the Chicago Bears. Uh, he yelled at the fans, and boy, he owned them with some trash talk. After the game, he told us why he went so crazy. We will explain. When we come back, Don and Steve, my talk. Hey, final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Guys, don't forget about Project Down and Dirty Construction at Extreme Sandbox, Minnesota. It is presented by our buddy David at First Equity and also Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. We love those guys. Hi, Chris. Um, You could follow along on air. You could follow on social media, online. It's going to be taking place November 3rd to the 5th. And uh, all the weekday hosts are going to learn to operate heavy construction equipment, and it's all going to be to raise money for four great charities. Uh, our charity, by the way, is the Make-A-Wish Foundation. You can yes. find all the listings at mytalk1071.com. Tickets on sale now. Woo. Go get them. Go get them. Go get them, Tiger. Mytalk1071.com. Just buy them. Yeah. We're going to smash stuff for you. We're going to look so cool in our construction gear. Yeah. We're going to be like a hot construction crew. Yes. You know? Yeah. You can heckle us, you know, like heckle us, yeah, heckle us, yeah. Uh oh, the boss Uh-oh, is the looking boss at me. Can't right be good. Of our door. She looks really angry. Yeah, you wouldn't like her when she's angry. No, I don't want to. I'm the. She's looking right in my window, so I have to like keep looking at you. Okay, I'll look this way so she can't see me. Okay, that's good. I mean, if I can't see her, she can't see me. That's right? not how it works. No, that's oh, not right. how it works okay, at all. Okay, fine. Um, so I'm sorry. I got you all excited that you thought we we had an Alex Rodriguez story today yeah you you put in here a rod is like trashing the bears yeah hard yeah he is uh but i and i'm I, like well what does he have to do with the bears uh so in our fantasy football league we refer to uh aaron Rodgers, right because it's rod jurors yes right. just like it's rod Riguez. sure so we call him a rod <laughs> anyway uh aaron Rodgers, especially here in the great state of minnesota love him or loathe them a lot of you probably loathe them uh he has dominated a lot of teams in a in a similar way, not nearly the same level. But there are some teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tom Brady has always owned the Pittsburgh Steelers. So here's the sitch. It's a close game yesterday. Soldier Field in Chicago. Green Bay and Chicago. Green mm-hmm. Bay's up by a few points. But they need to really get some more points on the board. Otherwise, Chicago's going to have an opportunity to take the lead. Got it. So... I think it's, uh, I don't know, third down. They got one more shot at the end zone. Aaron Rodgers gets a touchdown. And then I was listening live, and I thought, oh, man, he's getting after them right now. He just said, 
that. So here's a, you'll get sound of the play. You'll hear him yelling at some fans, Chicago Bears fans, and then explaining uh, afterward why he did that. Rodgers snaps it quick. Pressure coming. Scrambles to his right. Pumps and ends, and Rodgers is inside the pylon. Touchdown Packers. It's Rodgers running for the score. Sometimes you black out on the field. In a good, in a good way. Uh, I definitely blacked out uh, from a concussion, which isn't a good way. But uh, I looked up in the stands, and in the front row, all I saw was a woman giving me a double bird. <laughs> well, I'm not sure exactly what came out of my mouth next. So that's why he did it, because I was watching it live, and I was like, man, that's he is fired up. And he, in going into yesterday's match with the Chicago Bears, Aaron Rodgers... Um, is he yet married to Shia Woodley? They're not Shailene married. Woodley, sorry. Not Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia Woodley. They're engaged. They're engaged. Okay. Um, in his career against the Chicago Bears going into yesterday, he had a win-loss record of 21 wins, 5 losses. So when he says, I still own you, he means that. He has dominated them. But I was wondering why he got so fired up and then... Turns out all it took was just looking up, seeing one, one lady, lady flipping them off, double birds. And, and he's, he's like, thought, screw all of yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. That was great. No, it was, he, it was cool he, he was like, I blacked out from a concussion. Was he joking? I there? don't know. Probably not. No, 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 no. What he was saying was, uh, I blacked out. I blacked out on the football field before like from a concussion, but this one was different. Okay, guys. Yeah, he was, he was okay. differentiating those right. two. Wow, that's uh, crazy. And Donna, wow. It's actually pretty big of you to even ask about this. You're welcome. Ask about how my fantasy football team is oh. doing. Hey, Steve, how is your fantasy football team doing? The one that I've been in for almost 20 years that and one. now spend $300 to oh, get into. Wow, that's cray-cray. Well, I started 0-3. That was a bummer. That's bad. Yeah, but my points have been high, Donna. That's what all the fantasy football losers will say. Oh, there are I a lot see. of ladies who play fantasy football now, too. It's I have a good friend who plays. Wonderful. My friend Amy. I, uh, But I'm in a real, we call it a... Uh, uh, a Monday, a Monday night sweaty situation where I'm going to have to stay up and hope that I can come back and win. But it all comes down to Monday night football. And frankly, the chances are that I won't, Donna. Okay, it's all right, Steve. So tomorrow I'll probably be two and four. So if I seem a little cranky tomorrow, oh, you're one of those guys who no, takes everything so seriously when it comes to sports. I used to be when you don't play yourself. And I feel this is a real sign of growth for me as a person. Back when I was in college and shortly after graduating college, my fantasy team lost that Monday. I was like bummed out, kept thinking about it, just felt frustrated. If the Steelers would lose when I lived in Pittsburgh, it was so tough. I remember when I moved to California, I would call my brothers after the Steelers lost and I would say, you know what the difference is? We'd be talking on a Monday right there. I can just sense the cloud of, oh, what's wrong with our team all the people calling in to, like they do here on Score North, and you live under that cloud of just, oh, why did we lose? I said, out here in California, we lost, and life moved on. Nobody cared. We just yeah. went into our Monday. I just, I really never understood that. I, I saw that as like a really weird character trait it in kind people. Of, <laughs> like, what are you? T- it, you're not wrong. I, it's like not the, healthy. What do you think that's about? Passion? 
for your team or not wanting to lose? I think all of these things, but at the end of the day, and I love, I mean, I have flown back to Pittsburgh when there were Super Bowls so that I could cheer there. I've stood on tables at a sports bar waving a terrible towel after we won the Super Bowl. So I've gone full tilt before. But in terms of people's inability to rebound on a Monday after their team loses or a fantasy football loss, I think it largely has to do with emotional maturity, of which I've had very little of throughout much of my life. But I'm growing. Good to but know. they care so much, Donna. People care. I understand. It's they called get, passion. They get uh, invested. Okay. They support. I get it if there's money involved. Ah, you just bleed with the team, though. You just want to see them do well. You want to cheer them on to victory, and you put all the energy in, and when it doesn't go well, it hurts! I'm sorry I blew up. I'm going to go. That sounds good. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 9. Good night, everybody.